We talk about movies, and this season we talk about the movie M on Keystone Copycats. Welcome to Keystone Copy Guys with Chris and Zach. I, of course, you're Zach and he, of course, is your other host with a synopsis for last week's Once movie. to buy you flowers, I'll read it right now. <clears throat> that was a little spin doctor. All right, I didn't do a synopsis for last week, so in case anyone was wondering what uh, it was for Don't Tell Your Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Which is not is. the movie we watched. <laughs> uh, TriStar Pictures presents Two Crazy Kids and a hootenanny of mischief awaiting a fate unknown to those that know not the fate. Uh, hootenanny <laughs> of mischief is my favorite phrase. <laughs> I didn't uh, I didn't even bother to... I wrote that without watching the movie or reading the synopsis. Yeah, so, I can tell. Oh, you could? <laughs> it has nothing to do with the movie. No. Two crazy kids <laughs> face a hootenanny of mischief. <laughs> there, what? <laughs> it was when he fell down the uh, roof. And hit his balls on the vent. Yeah. That movie was... I really loved that movie. Wacky. It was so good. Anyone who didn't listen to last week's episode, it was so good. You know what I still have on my face? Uh, Makeup from Halloween. I can't get it off under my nose, so it looks like I have... I Sorry, everyone. It looks like I have dried up um, under my nose, like dried up... Skin? Cocaine. Oh, okay. All over my face. I was going to say snot. I didn't really think. <laughs> but anyway, no, I can't get it off. And then my fiance was trying to scrub a dub me, and I can't stand it. I can't stand when people are scrubbing <laughs> my body. It makes me so angry. How frequently has that happened to you in your life? I'm almost positive except for, yeah, I think for one ex of mine, Every other one has scrubbed me because they don't believe I'm clean enough. Like I don't know I mean, what they're it is. right. I don't know what it is about <laughs> me that everyone's like, "Did you really scrub though?" Like, yeah, people are always like, my 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 partners have always groomed me because they're you like, know, "You don't do it well enough." When I was a kid, I remember that like my my mom would always make me like scrub under my fingernails when I washed my hands. Like I'd yeah, go to the bathroom and thing. I'd have to use a brush and scrub under my nail. And I'm like, I just peed. Like what do you, what am well, I doing? Well, one thing that bothers me is like everyone agrees it. that you shouldn't wash your hair every day. So like I just I every time I get in the shower, I just do a very light uh, shampoo. Yeah. So like that balances it out. It doesn't. No, it does. So, so yeah, like, I guess that's the problem is that I just don't spend enough time because I take like 45 second showers and I'm like, that's, that's really short, but I take them frequently and I soak in the tub a lot. A couple times a day. Yeah. That's because I, I work out terrible. because I work outside. So like, I just go in and hose off all the time. That sounds so tedious. That sounds so like, Oh, oh no, I, I love hate it. Doing this. I love it. Cause I get to change my socks and you like, you constantly put on a fresh pair of clothes and you feel good and you are good and you eat good. If you mentally, wouldn't Neon Dion say? He said something like, you eat good, you feel good. Talk about Deion Sanders? You feel good, you play good. And you play good, that means you're going to eat good. And you're going to make a lot of money. A lot of every day. Just every day. I think about what Neon Dion. I like that you're still holding (laughs) strong to the neon of it all. (laughs) That was his nickname, was it not? Yeah, I mean. Uh, Am I right? (laughs) Who's got the whistle there, ref? Why don't you blow it if I'm wrong? (laughs) Call me out on a, I don't know, any football jargon. No, you don't. (laughs) Penalty? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to call him out on a penalty here. You call me penalty boy. You call me out on a Roughing penalty? up the marks. I don't know. I have no idea. Roughing up the marks? Like the lines on the field. I'm okay. roughing them up. Like, has anyone, has anyone ever been right. on the field and they object the call so they stomped real hard on the lines to try and mess them up so you can't see where they are? Has the whole no. football has, it, has silly. there ever been a football team who intentionally sent their coaches up and down the line scraping the marks so you couldn't tell where the boundary line was? No, has but that ever happened? but but like shitty Steelers coach Mike Tomlin has like 
multiple times steps in the way stepped in the way I, of people like I she's just, a piece I, of shit I actually just watched because I, I binge YouTube and like so it's a top 10 anything. suggestion yeah. yeah top 10 anythings for me top I'll 10 click times on. Mike Tomlin was oh, an it's, asshole it, yeah it's, it's weird shit it's like top 10 odd looking skeletons I'm like oh I gotta see this like I gotta see what those weird skeletons look like so like top 10 anything comes up you're in interested to watch it so it was it was like illegal moves or whatever and it was people stepping in the way and I'm like that's so clever because you just turn your back I mean you're gonna get fucking Gord, but no man. So the the thing of it is, the one with Mike Tomlin, and I'm sure that you this is the one you saw. He's literally watching on the big screen in the stadium to see that he's in the way yeah. of the Ravens, like punt returner, who's who's going to get a touchdown if he's not standing there. Like yeah. it's fucked up. Well, such I mean, a shitty dude. This is a strategy, I guess. Yeah, Should it's called you know, cheating. You know, you know. Well, I mean, here's the thing: is like I hate. In, in soccer, I can't stand offsides. I totally get why they do it. I hate offsides. I think it's the dumbest rule. I think you should totally be allowed to cherry pick down there. I don't see a problem with doing that. I think it's such a lawyeristic move. Like, nah, you're not allowed to, to go over that way right now. Not to we say. Because they call it constantly. They're constantly stopping plays. And... I don't know. Soccer soccer needs to be more intense for me. It needs to be a little bit faster <laughs> of a sport. So. Wow, you'd like it a little more American is what you're saying? It's not, not I don't know, man. I have soccer, OCD, is, Zach. I don't have the constant patience. constant action. That's the problem, though. Like, it's, it's for constant some, moving. For some, I'm always sitting there. That's your it. fault. Play it. Watching it. Oh, Remember man, when we played not, soccer? I don't, think I, I don't think I have the knees for it. I mean, I would die. My knees, like, I jumped down. I'm working on the cabin, and I intentionally didn't put the like the two or three steps in yet because I don't want people in there, so I just make it harder to get yeah. up and down in there. But I'm the one working in there, so it's really fucking wearing down my knees. And I just kind of hopped off because I got a little step that I used <laughs> going in there. I kind of just hopped off. I mean, two-foot drop, and I was like, oh, like oh. my body. <laughs> it's not working out, but it's on level ground, so I did, like, like land yeah, little and kinda, whatever yeah. kind of fucking I'm an idiot but it was like oh this is not good I'm only 36 and my body's giving out so Ooh. hard yeah I want yeah I want to uh pull my leg up just to do a stretch the other day because I haven't stretched in a while and I'm like wow I am not elastic my body has no memory you of have stretching. no flexibility oh zero <laughs> yeah like I used to be able to tuck my palm like bend over and tuck my palms underneath my feet. Now I'm like, oh, that's dude, insane. You're not getting anywhere close to that, buddy. <laughs> wow, like, your knees are bending no matter how how far you're stretching. We're not going <laughs> to straighten out for you, huh? Yeah, I think it's, it's nice to know. You know, sometimes I like to think like, man, I'd I'd be like, my knees wouldn't hurt. Like I'd feel so much better if I wasn't such a fatty. And then I look at you and I'm like, oh no, he feels like shit too, and he's slim. That's a thing. I'm good. What, well, it's probably because I eat like shit. One thing I will say is, like, I do get a shit ton of exercise because yeah, of you how you... active I am and how much I do. And even, like, if I'm just on on the property, like, just getting things, like, building something or yeah. like moving the rocks around. I'm you like, just I do, do physical work a, a, lot, a lot. A lot of it. But, yeah, I'm just constantly, like, fucking exhausted. And it's it's just got to be for my diet. Yeah. But, yeah, so exercise is not everything. <laughs> I do a shit ton of it. Ah, uh, good stuff. But so it, was the same, it was the same thing. Well, the, only thing is, the same thing like when I like cut out like drinking. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to feel so fucking much better. And besides waking up like not hungover, I'm like, I feel zero different. You're like, like really, no, I still eat eight burgers <laughs> like in no, a day. Oh, I, I had to slow down on the burgers. <laughs> that is the one nice part about living in the middle of nowhere is I can't do You can't just much. zip out so and get two, fast food. Yeah, the two days a week I have to drive to a different city. That's when I'm like, I'm going to eat some fucking shitty ass Oh, food. I'm going to eat trash all day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what fuels you to get your work done. Trash. <clears throat> yeah, like you're you're like uh, like the DeLorean in Back to the Future too. Yeah, if you check the back of me, there's a flux capacitor and tramp stamp. <clears throat> there should be. And this is... The gateway to that's time the, travel. That's the tramp stamp that you should get is the flux capacitor. Ooh, ooh, flux capacitor with like a with like a traditional yeah. banner that yeah, says where got- we're going, we don't need rest. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be inverted though, so when you're doing when someone's doing a flying sixty nine to me. Well actually it's a reverse flying sixty nine. It's an you're not- inverted flying sixty nine. Where they're eating my oh. where they're eating my butt. <laughs> and you're, you're just not, looking the other way. You're just being held up in the air, looking the other way, going, What's going on, guys? Why is there guys? If there's guys, I'm not looking away. I'm looking right at it. 
You oh, Jesus Christ. It got so much worse when he added the second guy. I'm sorry, the third guy. <laughs> oh, man. Look, I've seen your this fiance. Why... She's not doing any inverted flying this 69 is... on you. She's, <laughs> she's wayfish. This is she's why... not going to hold you upside down and eat your ass, you freak. Well, I assumed it was a dude. I was just hoping it'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> What's his name? No, it's that bronze. It's that. It's that bronze centaur statue of your soon-to-be oh, brother-in-law. Brother? Yeah, <laughs> it's my, that's that my that centaur brother, brother, half horse man. Yeah, he's the one doing it. Yeah, so many people. I I love it because I walk out. I get a lot of packages delivered there, and a lot of people. Just, I, I just walk out, and it's all the UPS delivery drivers or the Amazon. They're always taking pictures of it because I guess it's a big thing. Yeah. that they like. They're like, hey, look at what I saw today because they drive yeah. all around. So I just constantly walk out and people are just taking pictures of that thing. Yeah. It's, I mean, I did shit like that when I when I was a delivery driver for a couple of it's years. Just like, strange you see something to, interesting, you take a picture of it's it. It's just so strange to be out in the country when you're like, oh, no one should be here. We're way out here. Obviously, no one's going to be here. And then you just walk outside, there's paparazzi. Like, oh, yeah, let's, let's get a good take of this one. <laughs> That's all. That's you know all. You know what else is going on in my small I would town? love to know. Tell and, me. And the devil's there. Oh. <gasps> Because besides the exorcist flies that I've been discussing, yeah, um, there's they're dealing in souls. I drove by <laughs> the really poor town. I mean, like a fucking bomb went off. Poor, nothing. I went to the post office there once, and I'll never go back. It's terrifying. It's the postal office. It's just a fucking shack. You I can't even know. have butter there. Yeah, it's it's weird. You just walk in the door, and then there's just the. Um, the POs and then just the shack where the guy's like, what do you need? Like it's fucking weird post office. <laughs> anyway, there's a dilapidated building next door and on the window written is for soul or trade the house S O L E for soul or trade. And I'm like, man, who? <laughs> so I've never some, like, seen, wiki feet, like, I have soul never picks? seen a house for trade, by the way. Yeah. I've seen cars. Hey, you want to trade some parts? What is it, this fucking house? What, do you have any old beef you want to get rid of? I'll give you this house for it. You got a nice guitar? <laughs> Twice. It's on two different windows for soul. Someone didn't know how to spell sale, so they spelled it soul. Because it's sold. I don't know. Do you, you add think? the D when the, when the, the buyers come through with this meat and they did successfully did the trade, so then it's just sold. Duh. Do you think it was like a kid who lives there who's like, I don't want to, I think we should move, so I'm going to put this sign up in the window. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fucking place is weird. And yeah, it sounds awesome. I think you should trade for it. What happened to you? Nothing. I think you should trade Nothing. for it. You should give him your cabin. Or that second cabin that the Amish were going to build for you for free. Oh, the one they were going to drop off? Yeah. I mean, I should have just took that off. I'd have to meet those dudes again. You know what I was thinking about though? Speaking of my health and how bad it is, <laughs> it was I made a joke. That my my sister is pregnant right now. Sure. And she was saying she had to go to the Cooking doctor. Up a little baby. Yeah, the doctor, and they checked her. They checked her, and they said she was okay. So she, I was like, well, how do you know? And they said, well, they checked my blood. I said, what did they do? They took a sip of it. And they're like, yeah, it's fine, it's good. So Juicy. then, and it got me thinking, and I'm like, I think you can like taste people and figure out if they're good or not, because. Sometimes I know. <laughs> I can stay with. I feel me. like this movie gave stay, you some ideas. No, stay with, no. Unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. No, sorry, unrelated. Because sometimes I notice that it's fun to pee through my fence. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, yeah. my dog loves me and comes over and checks it. And the other times I notice she runs away. So I'm thinking maybe Frank, she ate a bunch of burgers. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think she comes over and she's like, "Oh, you're not healthy today." I better run because <laughs> like, I'm maybe you're contagious and dying, and uh -huh. I don't want to catch that. Another time, she's like, "Oh, this is great. You're good. I love you." I think I'm like a dog whisperer when I pee on them, like you know when you pee. What? Yeah, you pee by a dog, and if it stays, you know, like I think it's a thing that I have with my dog. All right, because it's only the one dog that does it. Yeah. Are you not seeing what I'm trying to talk about? No. Oh. No, I don't get it. We have a bond. Oh, okay. My dog checks on me James. to check my health. <clears throat> James Bond. I get it. I don't get We're it. We're just going to crap all over my thoughts. No, man. I don't get it. Well, moving on then. Okay, I don't move have on anything then. else. I don't have anything else. 
You know what I mean? Fast food stories. You know what you told um, me the other day is that you have like a, a like a note like a on your phone that has like all these stories that you want to talk about. Yeah. And you just don't get to most of them, so they just disappear into the ether, and you don't even remember them. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, because I, I I jot it down real fast, and I can't recite the whole thing, or else I'm just gonna not be interested in what the story actually is. I have to read the whole thing. So I just do the like the the highlights like of a key, it. A but then word. sometimes I forget how they correspond with one another. Mm. So I give up. So I think I think for a bonus episode, we should go through those and try to figure out what they mean. Oh, like we stare at them and then come up like with we talk about scenarios. like what could this be and just like try I to figure out what it no, means. That's just us brainstorming new ideas. I think that's just us brainstorming movie ideas while the audience, if there is any, listens. Because at some Wait, point they're going to turn. People up. can listen I to think, this. I just don't think after last episode that they're going to listen to you anymore because so you, angry. you've given up so uh, angry. on life. I hated that one so much. And I really, like, I did, what? I did great. If I'm being, you honest. know what? I think that movie reminded me. It was like, it was almost like, uh, "Stop or my mom will shoot." Where it's like. I watched that movie because it was on How Did This Get Made, and I thought, ah, oh, this sounds crazy. I'll watch it. But it wasn't even, like, fun bad. It was just boring. Like, it just was not interesting. Like, it was not funny, and it wasn't, like, so crazy that it was funny. Like, it just it did nothing. Like you know? watching Erosion. Ugh. Actually, Erosion's cool as fuck. Yeah, I'd watch the shit about. out of that. You know what's crazy? Especially with a nice, a nice narrator. Ooh. When you sandblast something. Yeah. That's like rapid erosion, if you yeah, think about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, same with same with pressure washing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like watching. <laughs> the, I, I I just misspoke. I watch pressure washing a lot. Super <laughs> neat. When I was pressure washing that dirt. Yeah, it's like a trance, dude. <laughs> like I feel. <laughs> when did Matthew McConaughey get here? <laughs> I feel like, I need. Pot. <laughs> I've, I, I need to give the audience pot, and they'd be like, "You're right." Like, I don't know if everyone oh, shit, is euphoric as me all the time. No, but that'd I'm be like, bad. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Just call me Active Jack. Okay, Active Jack is Active Jack's gonna call you. Active Jack was at my kid's soccer game. This one dad, this huh. one dad, just kept going like to the other team. She kept going. You gotta be Active Jack. You gotta be active, Jack. Active, Jack. Active, Jack. So I just started going like, active, Jack. Active, Jack. Like I, was, I was thinking about like, I'm like, I guess he'd be he's a like superhero, a- but really he's like in a motivational speaker. I think wherever was like, active, Jack. No, active I think he's one Jack. of those like, I think he's one of those like sex robots from AI. What do you mean, active, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever want to fuck a guy named Jack? No. Like, Jack is always, besides Jack Sparrow, Jack is always an old man, right? That's kind of uh, like. No. Like, or a young boy. You, because you have you have some kind of name. Like, and the beanstalk. You have a name like Jay or something, or something like that. And then once you get to, like, 65 or maybe 72, you just become Jack. Yeah, and you're then, like, like John. Name, you're like, like John <laughs> most. You're, you're Johnny when you're a kid. Yeah. And, and then, then the like, name evolves. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually you're like. You're like Jack Stanley. Good yeah. to know you, brother. Yeah, it's like it's like how yeah, it's like it's like uh, I just referenced my son. It's like how he's Andy now. When he's an adult, he'll have to become Andrew. Like the name of all, like John to Jonathan. And then I don't know because he was Andrew John, for a long time. No, it's Jonathan to John to Jack. And then he decided he wanted to be Andy. Well, he's doing reverse. He's, he's, gonna... he's got a Benjamin Button. He might become Drew. No, we won't allow it. <laughs> His mother and I will. Put our feet down. We'll put like one. I'll put my left, and she'll put her right, and then everyone will be like, "You got backwards feet!" And then fucking blinds will blow up. Blinds will blow up. <laughs> yeah, because if you put a left, uh, hang on, stay with me. <laughs> you put I'm my at, left. I got gotcha. next to her right, and then we you know our legs are split, so you can't even see us. We're just like, okay, we get a dummy. That's we chop no, your legs off. <laughs> we, we get a dummy that's got no feet. Okay. And we put our feet in the place, but they're backwards, and everyone will be like, that guy's got wrong feet. <laughs> that dummy's got wrong feet. <laughs> they're tap dancing. <laughs> I got to get a hold of my kid's mom. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I need your foot. Can't explain to you why. You can't <laughs> ask questions. I just need your foot. Also, I don't think I should be in charge of our kid anymore <laughs> with these ideas. <laughs> 
<laughs> I may be doing I'll more harm up, than good. Yeah, I'll give up my rights to our kid, but you got to do this. Yeah, we're going to put our feet down. I want to explain to you why. And then I keep the profits. There's no profits. You no, lose people, money. People like like they'll like throw flowers and their own children. Oh, that's I'll get more kids. I give up this one kid. It's an investment kid, and I get all the kids back. That's the that's return. That's investment kid. It's smart. <laughs> Good this stuff. Is, this is finance. You wouldn't under get it. You wouldn't understand. I would not under get it. <laughs> I never would. I never will. <laughs> You're not gonna under get what I'm talking about here. Um, oh man! What else did you do? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I went trick or treating the other day. Yeah, I was staring. We went by my old houses. They were like right next to each yeah. other. I was staring at my old house, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I forgot about the time I was smoking a bong out the window because we didn't want to get the smell of the bong in the house because my parents were downstairs. So me and my friend Rick. We're hanging out my window, like of the front of the yeah, house. Yeah, that's the front of the, the house. Hanging out my window, smoking a bong, and we're giggling and laughing like you do when you smoke a bong. And we looked across the street and we see my neighbor on his porch on the phone, and we're like, "Oh shit!" So we jump back in, and I'm like, "How would you like to be the neighbor on the phone, going, yeah, yeah, I'm outside.'" Yeah, my neighbor's kids are smoking a bong outside the window. No, I imagine. Oh him. no, they think they're slick, and I didn't just see them giggling and laughing, smoking a giant bong <laughs> out of the window. No, I imagine them. I imagine them on the phone with your parents, Jeff. <laughs> hey. uh, Chris, y- your son's smoking a bong out the window. He really thinks no, nope, not away. that one. The other one. <laughs> what son or window? Son. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was in the same house on the other window because I had the corner bedroom. <laughs> the other window on the carport, my dad, my dad was like, "Hey, Chris, you just you growing weed?" I was like, "No." He goes, "Really, you're not growing weed right outside your window because there's literally a weed plant you can see from the street growing outside your window <laughs> in a pot." Is that you? I was like, "No, not me." He goes, "All right, I guess it's your brother." I don't know why he thought. I wasn't going to see that weed plant. <laughs> like, so apparently he pulls it in. It's a giant fucking pot plant sitting outside my window by the chimney. He's like, hey, the dead giveaway was the big weed plant sitting outside. <laughs> Hang on. Such a fucking dumbass. Did you did you try to grow a weed plant? Or was it did your brother oh, pull yeah. it outside no, your window? No, no, that was him. I was growing my weed in the park close by. <laughs> like, like a fucking human does. I put it in a fucking yeah, back in the woods. bucket and pulled it up into a tree so people wouldn't find it. That's and smart. Grow, grow it up there. Like, yeah, like a reasonable person. Not just out like not lazy. Not outside. like an idiot. My I just love he did it outside my window. Because he wanted because he thought that his it response would... was was you got the side that's got the carport? I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. I'm like, my bad. I'm like, had I had a carport, I would have grown the weed out my window. <laughs> but why didn't he just do what I did? Just kind of put a rope outside and dangle it, and then just hope everyone didn't see it. Because they still see the it. It's so dumb. the fucking window. Uh, this just reminded me of our other buddy, other friend, who was like, <laughs> um, my neighbor that I smoke pot with, and apparently do heroin with, by the way, my uh, my neighbor's growing weed outside his house. He goes, he's got it in this secret spot. I was like, cool. We went over, looked at it. It was just behind like a cypress tree. Like it was <laughs> definitely a weed plant growing around it because it was a completely different shade of green growing around the, this basically tiny Christmas tree. He goes, yeah, but you don't even notice it because you just think it's a tree. I said, nah. I noticed it because there's a giant weed plant behind that tree that looks nothing like that tree. He goes, oh, well, no one else would. I said, nah. No, they would. Pretty sure they would because they of would. the smell they of will. the weed. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumbass. I bet everyone uh, that grows weed is just a fucking idiot. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> do, you, do you remember when you grew weed at work? Oh, yeah. And then you had to get it out of and there. I was running through the building with like four the pot plants. With, yeah. with pot plants, trying to stay in the camera blind spots that you knew about because you were the janitor. Yeah, and, and, I, and I trimmed them in the Sunday school classroom. Man, talk about fucking being in trouble. Like, all the things together you shouldn't do, I did. But I did have to run down the hallway through the blind spots with those in garbage bags. Yeah, it's fucking... I wish there was security video of me doing that. That would have been, been fucking well worth it. And it was headache weed, too, because I didn't... 
I just like grew them from whatever seeds I have, so they weren't good strands. And every time I'd smoke it, I'd get headache, but I'd rather have a headache than be sober. Than <laughs> so, not be high. Than <laughs> not be high. So I just, yeah, smoke that shitty weed. Oh, jeez. Maybe it's because they were cursed. Yeah. I think the problem <laughs> was, I think I probably planted them on an old in- Indian burial ground. No, you, you planted them. <laughs> In the woods. In the woods behind a synagogue. <laughs> in a different woods. Well, it was technically there. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about this movie. Yeah, man. Get to it. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> perfume. This is Perfume, the story of a murder from 2006, directed uh, by Tom Tyquer, starring Ben Wishaw, Dustin Hoffman, and Alan Rickman. Okay. <clears throat> John Baptiste. I'm not going to try the last name. Run the Wii. John Baptiste. Got a, a good nose. The smell's the crime, which is him, the criminal. A criminal, and he kills and sniffs people in France. Did did Mike Myers' character from So I Married an Axe Murder write that? I'm glad you caught what I was trying to do. I know do. exactly what you were doing. Okay. I was trying spoken word. How to, how to do. I mean. How to do. The smell's the crime. He, the criminal. The the crime, the criminal, him. <clears throat> I did I did mean to the France was an accident. I meant to put that in there. That's France. Right. I wrote France at the end, and it literally says improv this. France. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. You did it. I didn't improv the France. France. Why would I? Why did I write? Why would I write a note at the end? <laughs> like it's a that's a great. Point. If I were a news broadcaster, I'd be like, you don't put the notes at the end. I won't. I'll just read them. <laughs> I need to be mad at myself on this. It's upsetting. Um, you know how scary a 19th century mob would be? Like, oh, yeah. Good God. They would just rip you apart. I mean, much like they do in the movie. Yeah. But, man, the whole opening of this movie, I was like, that's tense. I don't remember. Because I haven't seen this in years. Yeah. And I, I love it. But I was watching the intro, and I'm like, man, this is fucking great. Like, the anticipation you see. And then even the guards who were freaked out, like, we can't hold these people back, and they're just going to kill everyone. Because yeah. I feel excited they got when they said he would get 12 lashes with the blows, iron rod. Or, yeah. Like, good God. Once they said in the hips, I'm like, man, can you imagine getting your hips broken? Like, that would – ugh. It's gross to think about. Yeah. How long do you think he'd live? Yeah, your forty-five broken. minutes. Uh, I think you would. I, I'm pretty sure I would pass out. I'm not good with pain. Yeah. So the moment they were like the sentencing, I would just die. I think. I'd be like, oh, like, <laughs> well, he does get scary. hung afterwards. That's what they said. Yeah, but if they don't hang him, they just have his, you know. But if they don't hang, <laughs> but they just got his. And you jelly. crossed your heart. They just got his jelly body with uh, shards of bone. His bones. <clears throat> Shivers. I don't know what I was gonna say. I could tell. Shivers of slivers. Oh, yeah. slivers. slivers. Not brr. Not shivers. <laughs> no, with the audience feels the shivers Ooh. of those slivers of bone, marrow, oh, ants. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah. All right, you do stuff now. I can laugh more about that movie now that we're done talking about it. Man, would you like to just have to tell that story to the townsmen? Like when you eventually go back in the town, like remember that time we all got <clears throat> perfume drunk and had the town orgy? No, no, they don't know they got perfume drunk. They think they saw an angel. Yeah. Was it what they saw the angel too, or was that the end they saw? No, the they angel? all did. Because someone else said he was an angel. Oh, okay. They so, said he was uh, innocent, okay. and then he did another drop, and they said he was an angel. I like the guy who got, got real tortured horny. for 14 hours who stood in his place because they just needed a, a scapegoat. He needed something. And then they just hung him. Couldn't I mean, have been that angel. Because, I mean, obviously, this, I mean, there's no, there's no good qualities or redeeming factors of what he did. But like, or like anything in the story that's righteous. Yeah. But that guy didn't deserve it. He was an asshole, but he really didn't deserve no. to have that done. No. They, because they used him as if we're like, oh, well, that's fine because he was Fuck a dick. Him, but really, you're like, oh, he's, he's kind of, you know. No, anyone who Everyone walks was away like thinking lot- that like Jean-Baptiste Grenouille should have been like, you know, should redeemed. have been killed is like not it, getting it. It is, it is crazy because I know what this movie's about. And it wasn't until like towards the end, I'm like, this is crazy demonic. 
that he's trying to turn young women into sense. I'm like, that's a crazy yeah. idea. That's something you would come up <laughs> yeah. with. Me? No. It is. No. It really is. No, I'm not that dark. Oh, because you kind of are. I was thinking about it because I, I took out the emotion of it and was like, oh, he's killing these women because he has this goal. But then when you start thinking about it, I'm like, oh, no, but then he carries them around so he can smell them. You're like, oh, man, that's way the thing. The thing for me, though, is like <laughs> the the thing that, that, I, that I would justify – his like actions is like, well, he's not trying to kill most of these like these women at first. Like if they would just let him, like, get their scent, it would be fu- like they would be fine. <laughs> like, oh, that's true. And then he's like, nope, gotta kill you because you're not gonna let me well, do this. That one whore. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, she's she the one. Up the Christmas. <laughs> Why well, I look like a Christmas goose? <laughs> yeah, she did say that. I did. <laughs> I love that she said. But yeah, I mean, as a prostitute, you have to be alarmed for your. Uh, John's that pull out knives. I mean, she but was it, right yeah, to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Would you make a perfume no, out of women? No, I was gonna say oh, probably I, not. I, I knew the answer. I was say, would you have sex with a prostitute? Not now, in the 19th century. Would you have sex with a prostitute? No, really. I'm a poor person. I can't they, afford a prostitute. What do you mean? Fucking oh my god, the filth that they had. Like, yeah. all those people, like, not just the fish market, just in general, all those people yeah. besides the, the elite, oh, my God, I kept thinking about, like, their fucking filthy-ass hands. Yeah. Like, just touching me. Oh, when he puts Ugh. his, when the, the leather maker, the tanner, or whatever yeah. his name was, when he puts his finger in the kid's mouth, I'm like, oh, my God, can you imagine how dirty it would be to get fingered by some <laughs> dude? Oh. Yeah. That's I, I do filthy. not like dirty hands. Yeah, I don't know well, what it is about. A lot. Bill, yeah, well, I'm fine with it. They're mine. Like, mm. but other hands other than mine. Like, if you like, yeah, I think even me. If I put my hand, let's say I have the we have the body back that has no feet. It's okay. got two wrong feet now, but it's got no hands. Even if I put my hands in there and somehow touched my face, I'd be freaked out. Yeah. Although I don't know how I would do that because I'd be putting my hands in there. Because you'd be like, these let's look say, like my hands, but they're on this dummy. <laughs> let's say that we have my clone. Yeah. But then it wouldn't be me, it'd be my clone. I don't know how to do this, but I hate filthy hands. Yeah. No, I got it. I understood. Well, I wanted you to get it. You didn't have to come up with some weird perverse analogy where no. you like. Well, I didn't want to pay all the money for the dummy and then not use it. And just <laughs> use it the one time. Yeah, but you didn't. You got it You're for free. Because right. it was imaginary. Oh. Well, I had to stay alive to think of it, which costs money because I had to eat food. So what do you think about, what do you think about babies getting left at orphanages in the rain? Whatever. It happens, like, that's the only time babies ever get left in orphanages in movies, right? Yeah, like, if you have a kid, and you're like, oh, my baby, and it starts raining, you're like, oh, bad You're like, one. I better get rid of this thing you're while like, it's oh, raining. That's a bad omen. Yeah, that's how it happens. Huh. Or, you know what it is? It's the stork flying the baby, and it's like, oh, I didn't weatherproof my wings today, so I better just make this a short trip yeah. to my orphanage. That's only half the distance. That sounds right. I could see you being the lazy stork. Mm-hmm. Who just says they're delivering the babies, but really taking them to the fucking orphanage, <laughs> so you could go. God, home. so you could go home and rest. I just need rest. Like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I work hard as a stork. <laughs> I can imagine you Ugh. as a stork with a little cap, like cab driver yeah. cap, like the Disney one. My wife, um, my wife referred to that. Uh, her her best friend's husband was wearing one of those hats in like a photo on Instagram, and she could not remember what it was called. Cabby and she hat. told me that he was wearing a punk beret. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and yeah. I was like, "That's that's a good description of." I it. mean, what are they called? It's a cabby hat. You're oh, exactly did I get right. It right? Oh, that's okay. like that's the, what I know it as. Oh, okay, <laughs> but she called it a punk beret, and I, I thought that was wonderful. That. I can see that. Yeah. Um. So. We might as well jump into this. Let's jump. That's the great-grandfather of Severus Snape. Is that what we're going with? <laughs> because after this, huh. he vows to get revenge, so he has to teach himself the dark arts. That's how he learns magic. Well. To get back at this muggle. Uh, the thing about that is that. And then he was like. Snape's father is not a wizard. So that's yeah, There it is. That's how he he wants to learn magic, so he finds out about the secret secret realm of magicians. He marries or he marries a witch. And then marries her, yeah. That's what I said. It's tied in to the universe. Alright. Checking your pulse over there on your belly. 
Why are you doing a belly check? You're like tapping it to make sure that your belly's still alive. Still there? <laughs> because it uh-huh. wasn't because it grumbles so much it stopped and you got concerned <laughs> and checked its pulse. No. Um so what were, what were those fruits? Were they yellow tomatoes? I don't know. I thought they were maybe plums. They look like stone fruit. They look like they had a pit. Yeah, no. Yeah, they, they look like, like they had gooey. a pit. But why was she cutting them up? Like what it was the end of her shift. I don't know. To make a pie. She went down in the lonesome and just cut them in half. But she was cleaving them all in two and then just sat there. Yeah. I mean, they're all going in a basket. She was still working on them. She had a knife in her hand. But who wants to buy a cut fruit? It's a pie. She's probably making a pie. Because, like, if you see a watermelon at the store, you're like, I'll eat that. When you see the cut one, you're like, oh, it's it's aged. No, sometimes you're just like, oh, I want, like, a, you know, I don't want a whole watermelon because I'm not having, like, a big barbecue, but, like, I'd like some watermelon. Just get a mini watermelon. Well, they don't have them. Who? The hypothetical store that we're talking about. I was going to say, I see them all the time, dude. Um, (laughs) They got them. (laughs) Don't worry. So, I think... uh, Do you? One of the cool things things about this movie, one of the things that I think really works for it... (laughs) Is the like fairy tale nature of it, and that's like the narration, the like uh, extraordinary circumstances of his birth and his life. Even though, like you know, he, you know, from from the very beginning gets his mother killed and then lives in squalor and, and gets everyone killed. Yeah, that's that's the thing, and that's something that I that I that's something that I noticed. He doesn't. It's not that he gets everyone killed. It's he everybody. Who but tries only, to benefit from him has like only, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. But only the ones, only the creators or the perfumists die happy because Dustin Hoffman dies happy. He dies happy, but and he then, just, but <clears throat> he because everyone's trying to exploit him, but they just ended up doing it by, you know, uh, I don't know, ways. I don't know, but I guess, I guess like. When the the woman from the orphanage sells him to the tannery and gets killed right away, like she's she's like, I have no more use for this kid. I'm gonna make some money off him. Bye. And then when the the tanner sells him to Dustin Hoffman, he gets a lot of money and is like, great, this is awesome. Like, you know, he was gonna be used up soon anyway because they said yeah, five years. And so then Dustin Hoffman, you know, provides some. benefit to him he, he teaches no, he him, creates him a he, lot of benefit he helps he, he him changes his life and so then he says uh but you before you leave you have to give me a hundred recipes you know yeah. and well, like, it's more of a trade so he, yeah so he still he still benefits off it I, but because <clears throat> once again i don't really see it as and he takes advantage of it because it's a bargain it's not taking advantage that's true but like he obviously is going to like benefit from it in yeah. in the way of like oh people are gonna think yeah, but, that i'm but coming up again, with they these had, they had that line where john's like I could have given him a thousand. I give him a hundred, but I could have given him a thousand. Yeah. So he's like, once again, it's like it's nothing to him. Exactly. So but, it's it's a it's a whole it's a change. It's not even change his life. It's his goal in life yeah. that this guy is giving him in in exchange for pennies on the dollars. What do you say? Yeah, basically. So once again, he made out more than Dustin Hoffman. But everyone, but everyone who tries to benefit from him in one way or the other dies. Yeah, has like I I do love the ending of this movie them. where it 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 wants to say he can't he he couldn't find real love so fuck it <laughs> like that's basically what the movie is saying at the end but fuck it yeah it's <clears> almost <throat> like he didn't understand what's what's funny though is like if he had grown up differently and like met a girl and talked to her and and done all that stuff I like he would have been a weirdo. He would have been a weirdo, but I'm saying, like, if he had been able to have, like, some sort of, like, romantic relationship with a girl, I think this whole thing changes. Because, like, his whole thing is, like, he wants to be able to preserve smells, but, like... Well, I think it, it talks about... <clears throat> it it, it kind of touches on suppression in itself, like, sexual yeah. suppression. It's that he doesn't know how to do this, <clears throat> so he does it in, in a destructive... <clears throat> He acts on these urges in a, a destructive, harmful way. Yeah. That's what it is. Like he he wants to encapsulate this woman because he's infatuated with her. He doesn't know how to do it, so he, his impulses are, "What do I know?" Yeah. Which, if had they been honed or um, uh, not exploited, I think or if just he'd been broadened a explained, little, explained, then yeah, he might have been more healthy. But that's that's the issue here. He kind of already was a strange character. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and the whole thing is like, you know, with him 
with him being born with such a an abnormally strong sense of smell, and that's what ultimately well, keeps him alive. And that's the thing is like he drives is, him. He is around all this apathy constantly. So maybe you have a, a good point that I mean perhaps it would have been entirely different had it not just been used to people like that you know, and the orphanage probably didn't even have a name or uh, how did he, he get his name? name? I, I don't know. I think they just named him. I don't know. Well anyway, just just the severe apathy yeah. of we don't care about you, you're a slave to us and yeah. People don't have feeling towards another. Yeah, so it is this like brutal time, you know, that like because there's no remorse it. at all in what he did. Yeah, I mean, I guess he does think back on his first kill, which was accidental. He didn't know he was. Yeah, doing he was just it. trying to keep her quiet because he wanted to smell her more, which is weird. How do you meet women? You smell their belly button, and you just like kind of like as as the rain's hitting them, you you're like, oh shit, I can't gotta, smell it as much. You got to pull up all that smell. Yeah, you gotta pull up the stink. Yeah. Which is why I was in France, the stinkiest of all people. Yeah, in the 1700s. Yes. Well, I mean, <clears throat> that's debatable. <laughs> it isn't. Yeah. They say what year it was. What What year? It was like 1730-something. It was 18. So. It wasn't. I think it was. It wasn't. It, it might have been 19, Zach. Well, it's just low. Because you don't quick. know, and I know... So you don't, don't know. I just told so, you. And you don't trust me because you were born wrong. in that orphanage, the fish orphanage, where your mother um, was hung. So She was. Do you want to talk about that? Um, have, we, have we finally got to a place in this show where we can talk about how you killed your poor mother? Have we finally got it to a place? Listen, I talk fast. <laughs> I think fast. I move fast unless my knees are involved. I learned how to do this in Italy, <laughs> where I was a boy. Grazie. <laughs> he kept not putting the fucking D on bastard. It was pissing me off. Bastard, bastard. No, that's not what he's saying. It's like I think he's. I think that's like. Uh, an, I think he's saying basta, which is like uh, Italian for stop. Uh, that's or what I. That's Italian what I took it. Bastard. It's the same thing. When you want to say that, you bastard. Stop, you bastard. Stop it, you bastard. You sick bastard. Um, I'm confused by the original transaction with Dustin Hoffman because he's like, he like I guess he just can't handle it, which is why he sends him away after he makes that beautiful potion that makes him think of when <laughs> yeah. he got laid that one time. It's funny how you can summarize that beauty and brilliance and uh, that one time he fucked. <laughs> I mean, I love how like his wife is only shown in bed. Like they don't really talk talk about. No, her she at comes all. to him. She's the one who brings him the the like. Oh, the that's napkins. not the maid. I think that's his wife. When he's like, I need inspiration, and you really think that when she grabs his head, he's, she's gonna stick his head in his, in her breasts that are showing. <laughs> like I was like, that would have been a good scene because then his white white makeup would have been stuck on there, like the <laughs> like it looks like the Joker. Yeah, dude, that white uh, makeup motorboated. <laughs> <laughs> Huh, you're just so classy, you know? That's what I really... Well, I, like I like to deconstruct classy movies. <laughs> and make them my own. Yes, yes. Classy, make them your own. Man, he really, so his whole inspiration for a while was to become a bear. Like, he leaves the city to go to green, <laughs> but then he just lives in a cave for a while yeah. instead. Because, because he's like, oh, he really found himself. He smells like, like okay. nothing. And then and he, he opens no his sense. eye, and you're like, oh, six months has passed. That it's you've been, been a long time you've been living in, that in that cave, cave. dude. Yeah, so I was like, ah, oh, it's just Bear Man. Yeah, I always forget. I forget about that part where he's in the cave, you know? Because for a minute, I'm like, I'm like, well, it's probably a long journey, so maybe that was, you know, a different cave. And I'm like, well, why does he keep sleeping in caves? <laughs> so either way, he just becomes a bear. <laughs> like, his instincts are, to, oh, just like bear. They smell things. They smell the salmon in the river, and they, they kill do. and embalm pay prostitutes <laughs> to put wax on them. I think that I think that animal fat has a smell. By the way, I don't know why they're using animal. I don't fat. think it does actually. What about the the claws he used to swiffer the the cologne or the perfume? I <laughs> mean, the movie perfume. Like, do they have to destroy those afterwards because they have the smell on them, or can you wash that smell off? You think someone who's a purist of scent? No, because like, he hasn't distilled it yet. It's not. It's not. No, I'm saying when he does the that perfume, where Dustin Hoffman's up there by, he's like, I want to be alone, and he keeps bringing up the. He's like wafting oh, the yeah, smell. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that that holds the the smell forever? So you have to destroy those pieces of cloth. I think for Jean Baptiste Grenouille, yes. 
But for other people, no. They no. They, I'm, they I'm saying Dustin Hoffman, especially. Do you think no, he does? I think he can. I think you can wash because those look fine. like silk. I'm like, man, that'd be expensive. Yeah, it would be for every waft. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Oh, you know what though? Then you just use it for something else. That's the original recycling. Yeah. So then he, he could just sell use it them. to like clean. He could sell them as like yeah, like Lysol wipes. He's like, yeah. this is a nice little scent. You clean your yeah. uh, udders with them. Do you want to make... Speaking of udders, did oh, you see that when, when he hit the girl that was milking the cow, her face drug across the udder when she <laughs> fell over. I was like, ew. So that really happened on set where the girl went for the scene and just drug her face down the cow tit. I heard that ew. she came up with that. That was her idea. I heard, like, if you look real close, like, she's like... <laughs> she, like, pops one in real fast. <laughs> That's why her smell was the sourest, because the cow had gotten into cat. I think that's why it was the juiciest. Um, <laughs> that was so gross. Or that udder was so big, she couldn't help it. <laughs> the director was like, great take. Let's get a couple more of those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ew, can you imagine a cow's udder on your face? So disgusting. It's as disgusting as licking some poop on your mustache. Well, that's not a choice. Just keep bringing it up. I but. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it happens. <laughs> happens to all of us. <laughs> to the best of us, really. Well, you never uh, eaten ass? Never licked a poop filthy off one? a mustache? <laughs> you never had a man pick you up in an inverted 629 <laughs> and then realize that the other man had turned around on you and you weren't ready? <laughs> And then you go time traveling because <laughs> he's got a flux capacitor. <laughs> what yeah, then, is yeah, that? Yeah, then they launch you 88 miles an hour and you, trans- <laughs> and you transport your ass on out of there. <laughs> yeah, but you land in the 50s and they're like, oh no, this isn't okay in the 50s. No, then their great great grandparents do the same thing back to you because they're perverts as well. <laughs> what do you mean they? You're talking about you. What do you mean? No, I'm just the time traveler. I just, <laughs> I just am the conductor. Oh, you're just you're much the DeLorean. Like, you don't involve I yourself am much at all. Like the wand in an orchestra, you choose People the wizard. Are using it's me, called a baton, and losing me. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that because it rhymes. <laughs> That's why I say um, most things. Yeah. <laughs> he had to win it. To win it. What? So what is it? So. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so this movie Look is... out that window, my fellow Pindo. <laughs> okay. So this movie is about a guy who can smell real good and good wants to learn man. how to make perfume. And then Dustin Hoffman's like, hey, there's 12 different things hey, in the perfume. He's Fonzie. He is. He's like, but if you get one, he's like, basta. <laughs> uh, he, uh, no, but if you, if you, if you really want to do it right, you need 13. Yeah. And so he goes on a quest to like murder 13 women. Yeah. Did he count the whore? Yeah. The first one. Yeah, I think Did so. Did that one count? In yeah. The, in the vial? I think the one that didn't count is I th- I the one. I thought that's he was still experimenting. I don't think that one counted because he went with because he lined them up afterwards, but he never filled one up. No, I think he did. Um, but I think the one that didn't count was the woman he found in the barn, and he yeah. threw her in the well, the did, distiller. No, well, that didn't work. Yeah, that didn't work. So that one didn't count. Hey, the, here's a question. Yeah, it was a technical question. Okay. The the twins doesn't make sense because he only has equipment to do one at a time, and by the time he gets done. You know, with the first twin, the other one's body probably expired. Like, what I mean, mean I, don't think you, I don't think you would keep, could keep the scent and the fat that long. What I'm saying is, no, you can I don't think you can do two at once. No, you can. I think so. Huh? That's the only one. I, the, the only problem I had with this movie was like, I don't think they thought that out. You mean uh, <clears throat> Albine and Francois? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just kept yelling for him in that maze. Yeah. It's a cool maze, though. I did like. I, so I think that I think that they. In this movie, they they do the the like tension really well, oh, where like they're him? missing. Well, you're like, I know that's John Baptiste running towards her, or about to run towards her, but you're like, I can't tell what it is. So even when he's running, you're like, God, he's so gangly and creepy. Yeah, he looks like Gollum in the boat. You, me, that's you. <laughs> I'm John Baptist. You're like these rocks are my precious. <laughs> I'm very Aryan, like John the Baptist in that movie. Oh, Jesus God. of Nazareth, who's white. <laughs> <laughs> 
You said my perfume she, would be ready today. Joseph. Joseph, there's only eight dead women. How are you to make this orgy perfume without five more dead women? <laughs> I probably wasn't paying attention. Did he mix all the women at the end? Yeah. Is that what the scent was? Yeah, it's all of them. Nice. But it's in like very How specific. Do you, do you think he could smell their... Um, what do you call it? You make a, a mix reference. No, you're a virgin. What do you call it? You're their. Um, I don't know what you're talking tranquility about. Tranquility or what's yeah, it their tranquility. That's uh, their uh, innocence. Think you know, so you think you can smell their innocence, and that's how he found the virgins. Because what if one had a romp with an uncle? If he met you, he would be able to smell that tattoo on your <laughs> stomach. Because <laughs> it says tranquility. Or he could. <laughs> oh yeah, you're a fucking weird hippie. <laughs> That's weird that I got that. <laughs> uh-huh. I was with you. Huh. No one ever stopped me. I don't like that. You're a bad person because you never stop me when I do things. Like So. You never like, hey, I, I don't think a girl, anyone should do this. I dated a girl a long time ago, and she got a tattoo, and I told her, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Which I know now. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't help but tell people ideas are bad. You Not even say, just tattoos. Here's I just the love to tell people here's the things thing. are dumb. If you tell them before they get it, that's fine. If someone has put a permanent no, has you put tell permanent them. ink on their body. You tell me I have dumb tattoos all the time. Don't yeah. act like you learned a lesson. You had a tattoo that I drew. That was dumb. Yeah, that's It's funny. bad. That's a dumb one, too. I did bad. It's a bad job. You're a bad boy. Aww. <laughs> Aww. So if Dustin Hoffman and John... Which well, who would you be? Would you be Dustin? I hope not. No, or John. You have to be one of the Jean two. Baptiste. Yeah, it's me and you. Which one would be which? Uh, I'd be Jean Baptiste because uh, I can smell things real good. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's true. And I can't. Yeah, and I would take advantage of you. But also, I'd be dressed like an elitist. <laughs> but the problem, you'd have that makeup also, and that wig. I'd be I'd be motorboating my big old. <laughs> boobed wife <laughs> <laughs> but the the problem though is like i'd be able to smell real good and you'd be like i'm gonna take advantage and then you'd forget that i'm like a doofus and can't actually do anything so like yeah, you'd be brave like, i'd give you really, bad i'd give he, you bad perfume when you're watching them take the ten thousand roses to make the one ounce of yeah. essential oil then you look back at that clip when he's just throwing those jars around you're like man i don't think he has, he would allow a stranger to he's do not throwing the, the oils around those are the ones that he made those are the ones that he tried to distill the scent out of, like the fucking copper or glass. Or, no, you no, know. no. In the beginning, when he's impressing Dustin. Oh, right, right, I mean, right. I'm not throwing them. Like, yeah, no, but he's just throw. grabbing I mean, them. Like, he's moving real fast. Like, and once again, so you think about how much money that is for that just one big yeah. pile, and you're like, yeah, I don't think that would have happened. Well, he does mention, like, you think I'm going to just let you play in my for the uh, fortune or the essential oil? But, but then he does. And then he does. Like, but that's the, that's the thing. But I, I think the outrage. But I think part of that is is uh, that's how, like, desperate Dustin Hoffman is to be relevant again. You know, he's in a position right now where he's um, – no one comes to him. There's this, like, hot new perfumer who's, like, burning up the charts, and he wants to get back out there and make a splash. And this guy... Is that a joke about how he fell into the ocean or the river? Uh, No, but I do love that bridge. I think that's really cool with all the houses built up on it. Mm -hmm. And when I was watching it, I, I kind of remembered it how as like the bridge basement? collapsed. Yeah, that's what I thought. I kind of remembered it as the bridge collapsed, but then it's just his house. And you're like, oh, damn. I mean, the cooler. But I don't get the basement on that bridge. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's in the bridge. It's part of the like foundation of it. I don't know no, is the answer. that's not how. The that. answer is I don't know. Well, I do. Oh, hey, you know what? Speaking of bridges. You burn some? No, I've got an answer for you. Ooh. The Golden Gate Bridge yeah. is the bridge over the Golden Gate, or the, yeah, the Golden Gate Strait, which is, which is the, the, the bit of water connecting the, the bay to the Pacific Ocean. So the bridge is named after the body of water it's going across. It doesn't have anything to do with okay. being golden or the color of the bridge. It could be brown, you know? It, sure. I don't know what you're talking about. You said... Oh, you said... Why isn't the Golden Gate Bridge gold? Why is it red? I wouldn't... I don't care what color it is. You care so goddamn much. I, that means nothing to me. That's because you're dumb and you don't remember things. No, but we're talking about France, no. Paris, ah, <laughs> Provence. 
Um, I, I one more thing before we get into troops. Yeah, no one goes into the fucking hay barn if you're not gonna fuck. So when yeah, when she was like, "I'm not in the mood," you're like, "Then why the fuck did we take our break here in the hay if you're not gonna fuck me right now?" <laughs> that I, I totally get. Like he was a dick move taking the ladder down, but still. Why would you? She's a tease. I think she was just stupid tease. I think she just wanted to get him ramped up because she was gonna like fuck him later, like another time. But she wasn't oh. ready yet. But it was like, oh, let's go fuck around a little bit. But like, I mean, you don't. You, you know. only got so much time back then. You'd die any second. Well, she, she had did. a murder on the loose. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she didn't right. even turn into that orgy perfume. So like, do she you was think, useless. So, so because he didn't rape them too, you think he did? He crank off ever? No, I don't think. I think. I think if he had cranked off ever, he wouldn't have murdered anyone. Would, he he uh, would have been like, "Oh shit, this is just as good would, as smelling I would say people." It would have been to that dead cat. No, he'd be like, "This is just as good as smelling people." Yeah, you're probably right. Well, maybe that's how. Maybe it's better. Maybe smelling people is better. I've been doing it wrong because I don't have good hey, smell yeah, let me or smell hearing. You. I really don't have good either one, and that makes me mad. That's true. That's why I kill. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I killed all those Amish. Uh, help us. Um, <laughs> let's go into these tropes. Okay, let's talk I'm, about I'm them. excited about these ones. <clears throat> Hot dog fingies. Yes, his nose. Uh, I said... They're a distinct feature. I said yes because he's turning them into perfume. That's his signature. Okay. He's I distilling was, their okay. essence. Like, yes is the answer. Yeah. Yes. I just had a different view on it. Yeah, yeah, but it's the same. <clears throat> um, Letter... Uh, I said you, no. Yeah, no, because it wasn't well, from him to someone. Read. There is a letter he carries, and sometimes I just look for Well, that's his, like, details. professional papers. That's his, like, journeyman's papers. Yeah, It says I he know. can, like, work. So, I don't know. That's like saying, like, a work permit, but he didn't write that. He didn't send it to anyone. I don't think he can write, Zach. Maybe. Abduction slash kidnapping. Yes. Yeah. Busy the takes twins. him for a while. Albine Francoise. They just said those names so many times in that, like, 90-second period. I love Alan Rickman in this movie. <laughs> He's he, weird. He does so well. I love how it just, there's that gathering, that little party, and you guys are like, what a lovely party. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dummy. I like, I like when he says, blow out the candles, the flowers will melt. Flowers can't melt. These can. And then he takes uh, a bite, which, like, if you watch him, it's yeah. like, oh, he clearly took that bite and then spit it out the yeah. second they oh, cut. Yeah. Like, the way he bites it is like, huh. He holds like, it in his mouth for a minute. And then, like, looks like, huh? Am I done? I, I, I just, I see, I'm pretty call sure cut? it's made of wax. I, it looks I, like it's no. made out of icing. No, I think it's actually made out of wax. And the guy, the host, makes a fatal mistake. <laughs> and he doesn't realize that that's wax. So he takes a bite, like, Chicken. <laughs> Blow out the candles. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's good. Panic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They fucking, that one guy shoots a servant. Dude, everyone <laughs> keeps so shooting good. each other. They hand out guns and then everyone shoots each other. The it's guy brings hilarious. in the hair for a wig and gets beat to death. Yep. Murder. You want my hair, do you? <laughs> oh, man. Um, that's pretty good. Insanity. It's just kind of a perv. No, no, no. Let me tell you. Alan Rickman says he he when he's like with like the judges or whatever, he calls it an insane scheme. And that's all I needed uh, to okay. check off Fair, insanity. Yeah. He called it insane. I do love that he was the only one speaking logically, like he's trying to catch something to keep it. I love like, I love when they're like, what if we Excommunicated yeah, him from the church. You're like, who fucking cares? Yeah. And Al Rickman's like, who cares? And they're like, do you not have any faith in the Lord? And he's like, it's not about that. Yeah, they're getting murdered. Stupid. I love his reactions. Yeah, I do. I do love um, something, something about the church. And then you see the uh, nun die. You're like, yeah, oh. yeah. Then the nun gets. gets that nun taken. was attractive. Yeah, they all were. There's something about a woman without her hair. I'm like, I, I'm into that. You like a buzzed, a buzzed and head and dead, <laughs> but I'm about a dead huh. woman who's <laughs> been turned just, into a perfume. Let me just call your fiance real quick. Tell her I not to her. come back for you. I told her I'm like she, you can shave your head. She'd be cute as shit. Yeah, oh. but you said dead. Yeah, that's what I said. Unleash the hounds, number six. Killer nice community search for him. Yeah, oh, I didn't absolutely. answer that one. Yeah, well, who was the hounds? Be that's the community. Alan oh, you know what, know what it was? It. He's driving. You know what it was? It, yeah. I was waiting on to see if they actually use dogs. 
That's oh, that would have been cool. I wanted actual hounds. Yeah. No, not in this one. Uh, seven, uncertain fate, ambiguous ending. I mean. Kind of. Kind of. I guess the town orgy. But he gets that's eaten. What I gave it. That's what I gave it to. Well, no, I'm saying there's, there's so much unanswered about. That's well, true. So I always thought of it as like they uncertain. did do a summary of the guy that took the fall form, but it's more of the town and the people that ate him that were like they did out of extreme love. I'm they like, felt I, great. I'm so interested in what happens to everyone that everyone that didn't die about their and lives. Those kids afterwards. wearing those clothes. Yeah. Strange. Okay, All right, you you talked me into it. Uh, Freebird, police don't yeah. catch the killer. They don't. They don't because his they soul, let him go because he's an angel. Yeah, his soul is free. Gets eaten. Um, you think Hannibal would have eaten him? He would have said it was too powerful. He would. He would have thought it was like ill willed or something. <laughs> he would have done something stupid. Yeah, <clears throat> that Hannibal. Uh, killer's perspective number nine. No, he would have ate all the people that ate him. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, so, yeah, I say nine. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, like, nine, like, German, though? I'm like, I say nine. I say nine. No, I say we. Two nine. Uh, I don't know the French, no. No. Oh, (laughs) my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. You got to bark it. No. We, we. So, I I got eight out of nine. Um, I think we did the same. I think we did it the same. Wow. Sorry, I'm just looking over my notes to make sure I didn't. So... <clears throat> so even though I think when we when we originally set out for this season, we kind of we talked about like is it serial killers, and then after we watched M, we kind of pivoted a little more towards like psychological thrillers. But this one, this one really works on the serial killer level. Mm-hmm. You know, like it works really well for it. We got eight out of nine. Like, so I think it's interesting that like M is kind of straddling that line. Uh, it it's is, on it, both. Yeah. You know, it is. It's serial killer. It's psychological thriller. It's it's working. For both, for sure, you know? Um, yeah, and then, like, you know, don't tell mom your babysitter's dead is, like, both hardcore because it's, like, logically, like, what is this? You know, babysitter's and then dead. serial killer is in, like, my mind's bleeding. I think I think we screwed it up. I think it's don't tell your mom the babysitter's dead. Mm-hmm. That's what we said. No, you said your babysitter instead of your mom. No, I kept saying your mom because I kept thinking. I know, like, but just now. I kept thinking about it every time I told my son. I'm always like, hey, tell your mom I said hi. Tell your mother I said hello. <laughs> I love to harass my son so bad. It's funny. Maybe that's why I said that thing about my beard. Maybe that's why you said he wouldn't call you daddy anymore. Aw. You ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> by being a poor father. Stop telling me to tell my mom hello. <laughs> It's just funny because he gets so pissed. Uh, Why? I don't know. I just started doing it. He he took offense to it once, so I just do it whenever he's being bad. Tell your mom I said hello. It's it's really a teachable moment where I teach him that if you're more juvenile than the child, then uh, (laughs) something something happens. Then I laugh. Oh, boy. Well, I liked this movie. Yeah, I like this movie too. Uh, my wife mentioned that she had seen it before, and she was very confused by it and didn't understand why people would like it. Yeah, that's not surprising. That sounds at all right. That's that's her. Yeah. Um, my my fiance was like, "This is awesome. This was one of my favorite movies for a long time." Nice. Yeah, that sounds right too. Yeah, I was, uh, that no, fits so well. The reason I said that is because the exact opposite is yeah. my lady. That's really funny, yeah. and they love each other so much. Have they met? I think so. Oh, nice. <laughs> Saves us time. Um, all right. Well, that was good. Uh, what are we doing next week? Because I, I genuinely don't remember. Next week, we're going to watch a movie that I think is going to fit really well. And I'm really excited about because it it's a movie that I love and I haven't seen in a long time. And it's called is, is Prisoners. It free, oh, <laughs> free Willy. It's Free Willy um, 2. Well, pr- free Willy, the Prisoners. Still willying. Uh, <laughs> uh it's free Willy style. Um, I wa- so I watched Prisoners <laughs> this year, and fuck, I shouldn't have done that because it takes a it lot. Rules. You have to be ready to watch Prisoners. <laughs> yeah, it it's is intense. hard to watch. I've only seen it maybe no, two or three times, but I saw it. Oh in the no, theater I've, seen, and I I've was seen it. I've seen it at least a dozen times, and it's always great. <laughs> so good, but you, it really is an endurance trial because you're like, this is fucking dark. Like, 
Now, as I, far don't, as, I don't want to give anything away, but if you haven't seen Prisoners, please watch it for next week's episode because it's it's traumatizing. So uh, as far as like uh, directors go, I'm I'm a big like um, I'm a big believer in the like the auteur kind of stuff where like. If I like a movie from a director, if I love a, a director's movie, I kind of expect to at least like their other movies, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like with him, it's very hit or miss. Like, I love Prisoners. I love Arrival. Sicario, I thought, was good. You know, it's, it's been a it's, long time since I've seen that. It's stuff like that where, like, he'll do that. Or, like, uh, Blade Runner 2049, which I was I like... I did not watch that. I saw it in the theater. I thought it was gorgeous, but... Kind that's, of meant nothing it. to me, you know, and I haven't seen Dune yet. I hear good things, but like, you know, but I think this, I think Prisoners and Arrival are both like incredible movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen Arrival? Yeah. Didn't we see it together in the theaters? Oh, maybe. That's possible. We see movies together sometimes because we're friends, you see. Yeah. I like those squid aliens. <laughs> yeah. They were cool. Um, all right. Well, we did it this week, right? Yeah. We're men. 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 Yes. Yes. Um. All right, well, thanks for listening this week. And tell all your friends about us. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what we do, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us online at KeystoneCopyCats.com. We're at KeystoneCopyCats on Instagram and Facebook and at KeystoneCopyCat on Twitter. If you got something to say, you can email us at KeystoneCopyCats at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 513-239-7682. Check out Sinclarity of Dinosaurs Tale. And until next time, I'm going to be Zach. You're going to be Zach. Oh, I mean, I fucked it.